0: Hello and welcome to episode number 76 of the Ride With Me podcast. As always, you are listening with your host, Mufus Chowdhury. I hope that you're having an incredible start to the week. Happy Monday and happy long weekend to my Canadian friends that are listening. Hope you had some great time to relax and reset regain your energy spending time with people you love or you know getting away from them in this long weekend and spending some time alone to reboot whatever it is i hope you had a pleasant time and i'm just coming back from downtown toronto no rest for the wicked You know, not really a lot of time to relax. I actually spent a lot of time downtown this weekend, really just getting involved with a lot of the activities that are happening. And I closed off my weekend today with speaking at an event with recent graduates, an incredible group of people. So much energy came out from that audience that it was easy for me to really deliver the kind of keynote that I wanted to. And then I spent as much time as I could before I hit the road, to actually meet as many people as I can so that the conversation didn't end at my presentation and Q&A that I really had an opportunity to shake some hands, get some context and really allow the people to be as selfish as they can with the questions and the situations that they're going through and I do the best that I can in my ability to help out in those situations especially if I can relate. I give them 110%. You know, my book, Project Reinvention, one of the things that I talked a lot about was um, how much I went on the mission to be the world's greatest boyfriend when I was dating my girlfriend in high school. And it was a lot of fun. We were very active. We were doing a lot of different things. And one of the things that she made no secret was that she was a diehard Taylor Swift fan diehard Taylor Swift fan and she was always talking about it she was always jamming the newest songs so one day you know trying to get that boyfriend of the year award I decided to buy her floor seats to a Taylor Swift concert in Toronto And, you know, being in that situation at that time from high school, I pretty much emptied out my bank account. I was in a lot of trouble when I was buying floor seats to her concert. But, you know, I was just trying to make my girlfriend happy. And I decided to go out of my way and really just put something together Um, as a nice gift package that I could deliver to her. And we ended up going out to the concert. Admittedly, the concert was a lot of fun. Even I had a good time. But what was really fun for me, more than anything else, was when I watched how much attention Taylor Swift gave every single fan. Be it the meet and greet, be it while she's on stage and the fans are responding to her. The amount of attention she gives each individual not rushing her interactions, spending as much time as it takes with every single person, not worried about how much she has to rush things so that she could get through the line. Instead, she gave them 110% as if they were the only one in the room. And it was always something that stuck with me something that I've always remembered. And when I started my public speaking journey, it was something that I brought back into my course of actions where I would spend a lot of time using the Taylor Swift technique and actually giving each person 110%. You know, my mentality is if people are willing to line up and come up and say hi to you and wait in line and have this burning question that you know you, they, they were intrigued by something that they heard in the presentation and now they wanna come up and talk to you, you owe it to them to actually give them 110%. Not worried about the one other person that's behind them in line and you're trying to get through the line quickly, not worried about the fact that you're making the next person wait. I guarantee you, even though the people behind them are waiting, They will appreciate having that extra time with you where you really spend the time giving them the best answer and not just a quick answer so you can keep the line moving. When I started doing that many years ago, when I initially started my public speaking, I have built some incredible relationships even with people that were in the first event I ever spoke at, people that connected with me since then. You know, I was a heavy Twitter user. That was my go-to platform back then, and a lot of people would connect with me on Twitter, and we continued the conversation for many years where once in a while I'll go out and actually meet up with them and, you know, find out how their life has been over the many years that we've we haven't spoken, but we've interacted with each other. It's a lot more fun bonding with them in that manner and really building a meaningful relationship with them as opposed to just try to Communicate a stock message that you've been rehearsing and then getting out the door as quick as you can so that someone doesn't throw a curveball in your direction. So that was a lot of fun for me. I really enjoyed doing that in today's event. I met some amazing people. I connected with them, exchanged numbers and email, and I look forward to keeping the conversations going after today's event. The other thing that really stood out to me was there was a few individuals that came up on different occasions today, and they would say to me that, I was an incredible storyteller. And that was very flattering. It's something that I take a lot of pride in, spending a lot of time crafting a great story and communicating and articulating in a way that really resonates with your audience. It's something that I do in the world of public speaking. It's something that I do in the world of marketing. Whenever we're trying to help our clients communicate the right messages, or whether we're promoting some stuff on the candy box front, we spent a lot of time crafting the perfect message and then finding a way to deploy to the audience. So it's something that I had a lot of fun doing even in today's event. On my way to the event, I had a lot of drive. It was something that I thought a lot about while I was in the Uber seat. I was in the backseat of an Uber, pulling out my phone and really just writing out a note that I wanted to share on Instagram. And I talked about how I could relate to the anxiety And the frustration and the doubts that I used to have every step of the way. And I remember that chatterbox coming on and trying to talk you out of every single thing that you want to do. And because of that, I promised the audience that I was going to come in and give them 100%. I was going to be on my A-game. I was going to give them Foos 2.0 so that we could all get through this together. It was a promise that I made, and I made sure I spent as much time during this event getting that message across and really connecting with the audience. And one of my favorite things that I constantly communicate when I talk about storytelling is whenever you're walking someone through your story, take the scenic route. Go down the path that allows you to communicate in the most visual detail possible. It's not to say you need to change the story, It shouldn't have to change. It should be as authentic as possible. But give them visual details. If you're talking about an interaction that you had with someone, give them details about what that person looked like. If you went to a building or a venue or a location, give the audience details about what was around you and what the surrounding looked like. It's a lot easier for the audience members to resonate with your your message when they can actually picture themselves being in there with you, seeing it from your eyes. And the more details you give around that that ties into your message and has relevance, it's gonna make a bigger impact and truly connect with your audience in an emotional way. And I think that's a key way to get your messages across, not to go down and preach what you learned because sometimes just preaching that one statement that tries to summarize everything is not the best way to go about it because there's a lot of details that are often missed when you're dropping a one-liner and hoping your audience tweets it. You know, hoping your audience remembers that one line because sometimes they need to understand what the line is about. They need additional context to really put the pieces together. So take the scenic route every single time you walk someone through the story and be amazed by how much more attention they give you because they're currently lost in your world of that story. They're picturing themselves in that scenario and how much more of an emotional impact it makes to them when they hear about that struggle. When they hear about that achievement, when they hear about that adjustment that you made, it makes a lot more sense when they can picture themselves being there. So listeners, I wanted to use this quick episode today. Well, somewhat somewhat quick. I threw in a few extra minutes here. But just sharing and reflecting back on this really fun event that I had today. I decided that the best time to share it with you would be immediately after leaving the event so that I could get as descriptive as I can. And I hope that you got a lot of value from it. Spend time truly caring. I think that's the main message. Spend some time caring about the audience. If you go in there with a stock message, you know, you have something that you practice, you very quickly communicate, and you get out of there, don't even spend time getting to know the audience. Everything I've just said in this entire episode comes down to whether or not you care about your audience or not. If you don't care about them, a lot of the things that you're doing just won't work out for you in the long run. Yes, you may have got that presentation. Yes, you may have got that keynote spot. Yes, you may have had the opportunity to get up in front of an audience. Yes, you may have walked out with a little bit of money, but if you want to win long term, If you want to get way more events that you're getting now and way more people connecting with your message and way more people understanding your story and your brand, you really need to care about your audience. You do that right, everything else will fall in place. Perfect time to wrap this episode. I think that's the bold statement that I want to make. The one message I hope you take away, care about your audience. Listeners, thank you for tuning in and I hope you have an incredible start to the week. And we'll speak again soon. Take care.